You've got questions, I've got answers. This is the Ask David Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Ask David Podcast. My name is David Franco and this is episode 17. In other words, 17. Anyway, today's question comes from Rhett Arnold. This is a very exciting question because it's all about podcasting. Rhett, take it away. Hello, David. My question for you is, how do you gain more subscribers slash listeners to your podcast? Thanks for the feedback. All right, Rhett, thank you so much for the question. This is awesome because I'm still somewhat new to the world of making podcasts. I mean, I've always loved listening to podcasts, but creating a podcast is a completely different situation, if you will, because creating a podcast is not easy. It requires a lot of work, a lot of time, and a lot of patience. So to answer your question, Rhett, I'm going to start out with that. You need to be patient. Success and growth and all those fancy words, okay, they're not really fancy words, but we all love words like that, right? Success, growth, popular, those words do not happen overnight. So you need to be patient, especially if you're new to something that you just started such as a podcast or a blog or making videos or anything in this world. If you're making content, you need to be patient. So that's tip number one, because believe me, years ago, when I started on YouTube in July of 2006, I never once thought that it could quite literally turn into a job for myself. And it did. So I strongly believe in this. If you're good at something, Continue doing it and it will naturally turn into what's best for you. Whether it's a job that's going to make you money or you're simply interested in getting as many listeners and viewers as possible, your content will grow over time. You just need to stick with it and be patient. Okay, so tip number two, how do you get people to listen to your podcast? Well, first of all, I'm going to say the most obvious one and this works for me, social media. I mean, if you have a Facebook page, you need to take advantage of it. If you have a Twitter page, Take advantage of that as well. And the same exact thing goes for Instagram, Snapchat, and maybe even LinkedIn. I mean, if a social network is a social network, then you should be talking on it. Even if you're not that active on it, it doesn't hurt to plug your podcast on all the networks. These services are completely free, so there's no excuse why you should not be using them for your advantage. And of course, Rhett, keep in mind, this is your podcast. These are your social network pages. So you should never really be ashamed to talk about your work. And I just say that because occasionally, and I pretty much guarantee this, there will be that one person or those two or three people that kind of try to give you a hard time saying, Rhett, you're talking about your podcast too much. Nobody cares about your podcast. Well, I have one solution for that problem. Remove, block, ignore, whatever. Get them out of your life because those are the people that do not matter. And I realize that might sound dramatic, but I honestly believe in that. I mean, if somebody is willing to give you trouble over the fact that you are taking time out of your life to make free content, then there's something seriously wrong with that. With that said, continue to create and continue to share. It never hurts to share your content, especially if it's free. I mean, free content, you simply cannot argue it. Okay, so moving on to tip number three, I think you might want to have a website. Now that's kind of ironic because I don't have a dedicated website for the Ask David Podcast yet. Currently, if you go to askdavidpodcast.com, that actually auto forwards to a page on my personal website, which is fine for now because the podcast is what? 
less than three weeks old, I mean, it's still brand new, so I have to give it time to grow. But with that said, I am still very interested in dedicating a website to the Ask David podcast at some point in the future. So Rhett, with that said, I think eventually at some point when your podcast grows enough, you should give it its own website. And I say this for a variety of reasons. Number one, it gets your website ranked in terms of content creation and SEO and all that stuff with keywords and advertisements eventually. So it kind of makes sense to have a podcast linked to a website. It helps you out, it helps your content, and it helps get people more involved. And well, that's because number two, it's often easier for a person to go to a website rather than have to find your podcast on these crowded and saturated podcasting networks like iTunes. So sometimes it is easier for the user to just go to a website and boom, your podcast is right there. All the episodes are linked in order and they're easy to consume, which I think is great. And finally, the third reason why I believe it's important to have a website linked to your podcast is because, in my opinion, it makes you look more pro. Because, well, after all, isn't it nice having a brand, a website, a pro domain behind your podcast? It makes you look good and it makes you look like you know what you're doing. And I'm not saying you don't know what you're doing, Rhett, but I'm saying like if I were to find your podcast today through Google or Bing, then, well, I would instantly think, wow, this is pretty cool. I'm going to take a listen. So finally, going back to the original list of ways to gain listeners to your podcast and subscribers and all that good stuff, create word of mouth. You need to create conversations with your friends, with your family, and even on email. This world today is obsessed with social media, and for good reason, because it's extremely powerful. But we cannot forget about good old-fashioned email. There is nothing better than directly reaching out to someone via their inbox and saying, hey, I have a podcast. You want to take a listen? Here you go. And it's also nice to include some kind of incentive as well. For instance, like if you say, if you listen to my podcast, uh, you can get your question featured on a future episode. I mean, that's what I do with this podcast. Honestly, there is something really neat about hearing your own voice on a podcast from somebody else. Because, well, it makes it feel good, doesn't it? It makes it feel like you're getting exposure. And, well, Red Arnold, that's exactly what you're doing with today's episode. You asked a question about podcasting, and now I'm talking about your name and your podcast. Now, unfortunately, I don't know the name of your podcast right now, but people now know the name Red Arnold. And, well, with that said, I'm going to include your name in the show notes. So if anybody's interested and checking out Red Arnold and what he's up to in terms of starting a podcast, check him out. Again, his name is in the show notes. And that is what it's all about. It's about connecting with your listeners, your viewers, your subscribers, and your audience. You need to have a personal connection with the people who make your content possible. Because after all, if it works for me, it can work for you as well. So Red Arnold, finally, thank you so much for the question. And I hope my answer has helped. And of course, to everybody else listening to this podcast, I want to hear from you. You can send in your questions to askdavidpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, that is in the show notes for your convenience. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you soon.